Being mindful is the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis, which can be extremely important while trying to understand and learn more about mental health. So let me welcome you to Mindful Thoughts. My name is Dolores, and I feel like my mission in life is to help break down those barriers around mental wellness by sharing personal stories, tips, and confessions of mental health to help us shine a light on mental wellness. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in. Hey guys, today I want to talk about a mental health illness that when people get it, it's difficult just not for them, but also for their family members and their loved ones and their friends to watch them go through and that is dementia. See, dementia is the loss of cognitive functioning, thinking, remembering, and reasoning to such an extent that it interferes with a person's daily life and activities. Some people cannot control their emotions and their personalities may change. This is caused by damage to or loss of nerve cells and their connection to the brain. Depending on the area of the brain that's damaged, it affects everyone differently. And part of the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I had my great-grandma develop this mental health illness. And also right now in the news, Bruce Willis got diagnosed with this and his family has come out with how they have you know experienced him with his memory loss and not remembering anything and I think it's just important to talk about because it is something that is so sad for you and for the family member that's going through it. So real quick too I just want to say that it's not a normal uh, part of aging for some reason people think that this is just a part of when you get older. Now we all forget a name or a face from time to time, especially as we get older, but the changes caused by dementia are different and more serious. The symptoms include problem with planning and decision making, language, and sometimes changes in mood and behavior. These changes may be small to start with and you might not notice them but over time the more frequently they are the more noticeable they are so it is very important to know the difference between somebody just normally aging and dementia also dementia can affect younger people but is less common so if you think that you or maybe a loved one may be suffering from this mental health illness always reach out to your doctor when you have the concern about you know your health or that person that you love just remember that being told you have dementia can be frightening it can be difficult to talk about to other people you know about what you're going through or how you're feeling but by doing this it can help lead you to answers and getting the support that you need so people that have dementia can live very well lives Even though there is no cure for this and they are still working very hard to finding a cure, support and treatment are available to allow people with this disorder to lead active lives and to carry on to doing the things that matter most to them. There are some medicines that can ease the symptoms for a while or slow down their progress, 
but only in some people with certain types of dementia. For the ones who the medicine doesn't work, they try with non-drug approaches such as cognitive stimulation, which involves doing word puzzles or discussing current events. Uh, they do life story work, which is sharing memories, experiences with, with a caregiver or nurse to create like a life story book. So they go back with them and they, you know, have that person tell them about their lives and then they write down those stories and they write down those memories. So then when they forget, they can go back and read those over again and see, you know, these are the things you might not remember, but at one point, this is what you did in your life and this was your career and this is how you spent your family and these are your childhood memories just to kind of help them remember what they might be forgetting. And they also uh, try to keep them active as possible physically, mentally, and socially which can boost the memory and self-esteem and can help avoid depression. So like I said, research is still being worked on to look closer at the causes, preventions, and diagnosis earlier and they want to try to improve somebody's quality of life and that's why the Alzheimer's Society was created for people to reach out when they're struggling with it so they can learn more about it and understand what it is and get the support that they need or that their family members need. So that's why I, I wanted to talk about this because my great-grandma had it and at first it was very slow and then over time it got worse where when you would walk in the room she wouldn't recognize who you were and it got to the point too where she think that she thought she was like talking to her mom or her brothers and sisters and these people had been gone for a long time and we had to remind her that these people were no longer around that uh like i was her granddaughter and like bless my grandma who was her daughter who was with her the whole time just like sitting with her every day and reminding her like of her life and reminding stories reminding her of who people were because it it's sad to watch somebody that you love go through it somebody that you love to not remember who you are and to not remember certain things in life or to be calling out for people who weren't there or people who had passed on and you know during that time it's hard on that person going through it because they just don't understand but it's also hard on the loved ones who have to watch them go through it because it's so it's such a difficult mental health disorder and because it's taking over the brain you know they can be mean to you or say things that they don't mean because they just don't understand what's going on and they don't know how to cope with it themselves and they're so, some most of the time very confused so I think it's just uh, very good to be patient with that person and try to be understanding because they don't mean to, you know, be mean to you and they don't mean to do the things they might be doing. They just don't really know, you know, what's going on and because there's so much that's changing, depending on how fast it progresses, that they like, like I said, just get very confused and it's very hard and that's why I say like in the news right now talking about Bruce Willis and how you know he's forgetting things and he has his good days and bad days and I just want to send so much love and care and so many prayers towards the Willis family because it can be so tough to watch someone you love you know suffer from something that you can't help them with and it can be heartbreaking 
you know, to not be able to do anything. Like, with so many other mental health illnesses, you can at least help in some way. But with this, because there's no cure and because sometimes the medicine doesn't work, you kind of just have to find other ways to help them. And this is why I found 10 tips that people wish they would have known earlier when someone that they loved got diagnosed with dementia and I would love to share them with you. So number one is that anger is a waste of time. It can be easy to get frustrated with trying to convince them of things that are right or wrong, but arguing isn't going to help and will frustrate you both even more. This can affect a person's ability to use reason and logic and their brains are unable to process that logic. So fighting with somebody on like something that's going on in the world or something that they're saying, trying to tell them that they're wrong or trying to tell them they're right is just a waste of time because they're going through so much and because there's so much changing in their brain, they think what's happening in front of them is right and what's happening around them is their reality. So trying to argue with them is just going to frustrate you and frustrate them. So try to be more understanding with like, this is the reality that their brain sees and that they're living in. So try to be understanding and say, okay, you know, that's all right. I'm not going to get frustrated about it. I'm just going to let it be and try to figure out a different way to deal with that. Number two is ignoring the symptoms because you want them to go away. A lot of people in the early stages will wish and pray it will go away. Everything can seem overwhelming, but getting diagnosed can help with understanding the process and what to expect. Treatments are more likely to be effective when you start earlier. So when you think you have it or you think a loved one has it, the wrong thing to do is to ignore the symptoms until they go away because they're not going to go away. So the earlier you're able to talk to a doctor about it, the earlier you're able to get medicine that can help relieve that and maybe even slow down the process so it's not so hard all it wants to deal with when it gets really worse and to the point where you can't ignore it. Number three is too many medications can cause confusion. Over time, some medications can do more damage if you're taking too many at once. So it's worth asking for a thorough review of all medications regularly to ensure that you're truly helping and not hurting your loved one. So I think over time when you go to the doctor, they're trying to, sp sp they're trying to subscribe what they think is going to help your loved one. And they'll sometimes forget that they're taking one thing that was probably meant to four months or three months and they keep subscribing it to them when that really that prescription isn't helping them. So every time you see the doctor, make sure you have a list of all their medications and then go through them and say, okay, they're still taking this. Is this needed? And then go through everything that they're taking because the doctor might realize there's a lot of it that they shouldn't be taking anymore and will remove that as and then keep the ones that they need to be taking because taking too many medications could do your loved one more harm than good over time. So remember to contact the doctor or every time the doctor comes in, just discuss everything that your loved one is taking so you can be sure that what they're taking is good for them and is what they need to be taking and the stuff that they don't need to be taking is taken off that list. Number four is 
use validation techniques to show empathy. People with dementia see the world differently, so they might call out for loved ones who's passed on or talk about going to work. So instead of getting irritated, just simply remind them about what's happening and encourage them to talk about the person or job. This can help improve comfort and re reduce frustration. Help us see things their way instead of yours. So instead of getting upset with them because they're calling out somebody that's not there or they're talking about having to go to work or do these things that they don't do, try to simply explain to them the, pro the process that they're in and what they're going through and then encourage them to talk about it how how was that when you went to work and what was it like or when that person was around what was it like and that's going back to life story work so have them share those memories and those experiences and then maybe write them down so if that comes up again you can explain to them look you have this disorder this is what you're going through but remember the last time we talked about this and you can bring it up to them you could say look this is what you told me last time, is there anything else you can share with me? And it'll encourage them to go back and experience those thoughts and those memories once again. And this can help them feel at ease instead of them feeling frustrated themselves because they can't remember. Number five is that it's never too late to work on improving brain health. Some people feel like it's too late to do anything for dementia once a loved one receives a diagnosis, but it's not true. Even with no cure, healthy lifestyle habits can go a long way towards maintaining cognitive functioning and can even help slow it down. So living a healthy lifestyle, you know, eating healthy, having them work out, maybe reading, you know, doing things to keep them moving can overall, you know, help them cognitively to remember like, you know, let's keep doing this and it gets their mind on other things but can also even help slow down the process of everything that's going on. Number six is to ask others for help. Caring for a loved one with dementia can be challenging, but remember that you don't have to do it alone. Learn how to ask and accept help. Learn to reach out to your doctor and reach out to a care team to help you. There is also like groups you can go to and sit with other people who might be dealing with a loved one that is going through it too and you can have a support group to be there to talk about what you're going through and how you feel and learn what they do and they can learn what you do and just have somebody there to support you who knows exactly how you're feeling and what you're going through. Number seven is to make time for yourself. The risk of caregiving burnout is real. We spend most of our time focused on the other person that we forget to take care of ourselves. So remember to do one small thing for yourself every day because you are so determined to take care of this person and pay attention to this person and be there to do what you need. they need. You forget to take care of yourself. You could go hours without eating, days without showering. You know, like you forget to take care of yourself because you're so concerned about taking care of them. And I think it's important to just do one thing for yourself, you know, do a breathing technique, take a shower, enjoy coffee, go for a walk, talk with a friend. Just remember to take care of yourself while you're also taking care of that person because if you're not, you know, taking care of yourself, then overall you can't take care of that person like you really need to be. 
Number eight is to focus on the things that you can control. Change your focus to the here and now. If it won't matter in a week or a month, don't give it your energy. So remember that with everything that's changing with that person, there's a lot of things that are out of your control. But you have to remember just to be in the here and now with that person. Like, make more memories with them as, long, as much as you can for as long as you can. And try not to think of something that's a week away or a month away or anything like that. Like, be in the here and now with them because you don't know how long they're going to have and they need you to be there for them in those moments where they need you the most. Number nine is have the difficult conversation about medical decisions and choices. Talk to them earlier than later. This can help give you a peace of mind knowing that you're honoring their choices. The hardest thing is going to be saying what is going to be done after you're gone and it's going to be sad to talk about but it's going to be much needed. Like it'll give you the peace of mind that knowing that you're honoring whatever choice they wanted and if it gets to the point where it's too late or they're too far gone or they don't want to talk about it then you have to make those hard decisions yourself so try not to put yourself through that and try to early on sit down with them as hard as it can be and say what would you like us to do you know when it gets to that point or when you pass away so then that gives you the peace of mind but also gives them a peace in mind to know that what they wanted is what's going to happen and number 10 is to don't take their negative behavior personally. Like I said, because their brain is changing so much, a person can go from like very happy to very mean and they can say things to you that they don't mean. And it's just because there's so much going on and there's so much that's changing and it can be so upsetting for that person not to understand. So they could just like go off on you mostly because they don't get what's going on and I think it's a moment for you to not get mad at them or not get frustrated like give yourself the peace of mind to say like this is not who they are it's simply because they don't know what's going on and they don't know how to you know deal with it and be more understanding than you know being upset with them and everything because choosing to be upset with them is just it's not going to make anything better and if you choose to be upset with them and walk away, then that's time with them that, you know, you're not going to have. And that's that time that it's going to be wasted. So, like I said, this one is just really hard to deal with because it is with the brain. And it eats away at that person until, you know, they're gone. And I, like I said, when we went through it with my great-grandma it was hard and it was heartbreaking and at times it was just you know sitting with her while she didn't remember and the reason too I felt like this was appropriate to talk about now is because of what's going on you know with Bruce Willis and his family and how they're so open about it and again I just I send all my love and my care and prayers to them that during this time they just find that time to you know sp spend as much time with him and make memories and laugh and have you know those good days and even on those bad days just remember that you know what he's going through is rough and what he, a lot of times he just might not understand and that's okay 
let them go through the emotions as you go through the emotions and just remember to be there with them and to never get up give up on them because in these times and in those moments they need you the most so i hope this you know episode can find anybody who needs it or you know these 10 tips can help anybody who might be going through the thick of it right now with someone that they love and just remember to take care of yourself and be with that person all the way you know until the end and love on them and care for them and just let them know that you know they're loved and they're cared for and you will be there for them with whatever they need so I will leave you with what I always leave you with is that you are never alone especially with this fight that they have no cure for and I love you thank you so much for listening to another episode and you know what would be so amazing if you shared left a comment and liked this episode any type of support and love for this podcast is going to help it grow more and more every day I'm so grateful to have you here and I'll talk to you again soon